This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Welcome to this evening's episode of Rush Hour. I am your host, Kelly Rush, and we are a production of America Matters Media, the home of quality conversation. You can check us out on the web at americamatters.us. That's americamatters.us. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Reno Rush Hour. That's also my Twitter handle, so you can follow me there, like me on Facebook, and I'm also on uh, YouTube, YouTube uh, on Rush Hour Radio Show um, channel and uh, America Matters Media Rush Hour channel. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'm getting there. <laughs> Bear with me. I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm, I'm old. So, hi, census lady. Hey, yes, census, jobs, good jobs, 18 to 22 bucks an hour. Apply online, 2020census.gov slash jobs. Oh, wow. people to go yes. out and do the census? Yes, yes. People. You have to go door to door, is that what it not is? Not all. There's all kinds of jobs available. There's a whole spectrum of jobs. Great pay, flexible hours, weekly pay, paid training. 855-JOBS-2020. So, yep. 855 855- J-O-B-2020. Yeah. yeah. So, apply wow. online, and you can check that out. 2020census.gov. Yep. So, yeah, check that out. They're looking for people now, right here in Reno and the surrounding area, and they're really, really good jobs, really good jobs. And it's not just going door-to-door. There's all kinds of supervisory jobs, Great training pay, jobs. flexible hours, weekly pay, paid training. Yes. Whoa. Can't beat that. That's right. That's right. And they're going to have them all year. They need people all year. So, wow. yeah. 2020census.gov slash jobs. 18 to 22 bucks an hour, y'all. Yeah, that's amazing. Good that's jobs. great. Great. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway, um, this is an interactive program. So, uh, if you have questions, even about the census jobs, give us a call toll free from anywhere in the world, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Or you can drop us a line right here in the Facebook, uh, watch party comments box. I'm about to pop that up real quick. And my, uh, guests today, I've been joined by, uh, once again, D. Gregory, uh, host of Mustang Matters every Monday from one to two. And right before that, we have our dear founder, Eddie Floyd, who hosts America Matters with Eddie Floyd from noon to one. So mm-hmm. just tune in on Mondays. It's wonderful programming all day long. Noon to one, Eddie Floyd, one to two, Mustang Matters. Uh, Five to six, rush hour. I mean, just three to five, you've got What's the Story with Jan Hermson of LaRue Press. You can't miss. 
You cannot miss right you, here. Every day is phenomenal, Kelly. Isn't but it? You're, you're right. I do love Mondays best. You know because <laughs> no, but I do because of D U and and mm-hmm. you know and I get to come in and and join with my show. And by the way, and you always have me host with you too. You invite me so often, and I just love that. I appreciate it. As a matter of fact, I told uh, Nathan because he asked me today because he'll be our guest. Nathan, and when I say our Nathan, who <laughs> Nathan Osmond, <laughs> you know, Donnie and Marie. Nephew. I had such a crush on him when I was a little girl. He's he's a little bit younger than I am, uh-huh. and he was so cute. I've always <laughs> I've always liked younger men. Well, good for you. Even when I was little. <laughs> well, that that throws me under the bus, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Nathan Osmond Monday. is going to be our guest on Monday the twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. No. Tw- it's um, Monday. Yeah, this Monday yeah, is the 24th. 24th. Noon okay. to 1 on America Matters with Eddie Floyd. Beautiful. So tune in, everybody. And on Mondays during your show, we are also broadcast on television hmm. on uh, in, throughout northern Nevada and, and northern, northern California. California. Right. And in Vegas. Is that correct? That's correct. Vegas just picked up yesterday. I got a a text from our good friend Rick Trader. God bless Rick Trader. And we broadcast his um, uh, conservative commandos Uh um, on Saturdays. That's right. And he was really excited because he's up to 13 and we're up to 13 television stations now. That's amazing. That's amazing. And he's awesome. That's such a great program. I've listened to that long before. I mean... We were ever even you know affiliated with them before I was affiliated with America Matters. I mean, I, I've always loved that program. Yeah, it's a good program. Mm-hmm. A very conservative, but a very very good program. Well, he makes yeah. such great points, though. Yes. I mean, yeah. it, conservative, liberal. It doesn't matter what political ideology you you hold or or what you know. Common sense is common sense. Amen. You know, Amen. It's, he doesn't go off on you know necessarily a particular. Um, slant on you know it, it's just he just kind of talks about the issues and then what i like about rick kelly is that uh, he doesn't rant right okay? that's he, it he'll give you his slant but mm-hmm. he'll never rant thank you that was perfect that was so perfect so so d what have you been up to not a whole lot just staying busy yeah just trying to find stuff to do you know yeah not really really a whole lot hitting mm-hmm. some doctor appointments and just uh, doing time. We're going to a uh, rally tonight, I believe. Are we not after the show? Mm-hmm. A meet and greet. A meet mm-hmm. and greet. Yeah. Yes, we have uh, a candidate up from uh, Las Vegas. We that we uh, had on Eddie's show, but uh, two weeks ago, and then we replayed it last week because it was so good, and we got yeah. such a great response from both the radio and TV. Dan Rodeimer from uh, con- uh, Congressional District Three down in Vegas. So yeah, he's come up uh, to meet some folks up here. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. He he's great. So, you know, you want to talk about a guy who who speaks from the heart and um, is is strong on the issues. He's big on education. He has a, a large family. Does he have five? Are they all girls? No, no. But he has five children. I don't know the mix, but there is a mixture mm-hmm. of, of girls and boys. But mm. he has five children. He's uh, six foot seven. He weighs three hundred pounds. And he goes. Wrestler. Yes, right. He goes by the handle with WWE Big Dan. Big Dan Rodan. Oh, so he is a wrestler? Absolutely. Yes. Professional oh, wrestler. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, unfortunately, had his neck broken by uh, John Cena hmm. at one time. So, has recovered from that, but um, is um, 
Wow. Talk about a common sense guy. And you know, Kelly, when you and I do get a chance to go to Vegas, he mm-hmm. owns a Mexican restaurant down there. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. Fresh Mexican restaurant. That'll be good. Excellent. He's got really great stuff going on with Dan Rodimer. Anyway, got to go to our first break. We'll be back for the second segment of today's Rush Hour with Kelly Rush, Dee Gregory, and Eddie Floyd, and Christian Meyer chiming in in a little bit after these messages. Stay tuned. Be right Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. And welcome back to the second segment of today's Rush Hour. I am Kelly Rush. I've got Dee Gregory of Mustang Matters and Eddie Floyd of America Matters with Eddie Floyd. Among many, 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 many other wonderful radio shows over the 30 and some years you have been 37 thank you 30 gosh almost four decades in this industry you're a legend no and you know it's we were talking about uh d was on with me on tuesday and he was telling a couple of really neat um legacy stories he had with some experiences he's had in the past and i can't imagine all of the one i've heard so many um of the stories that that you've had over time and I can't imagine this one is going to write a book and you know you've had you have barn yarns and you have final breath. Um, final, final breath and then barn yarns and by the way we are having um, speaking of Eddie's books that he has written we're having a book signing here um, Monday March 2nd not this Monday but next Monday um, right here at Reno Town Mall um, hosted by LaRue Press and America Matters Media called Bagels and Books. So we are going to have some uh, food available, and the proprietor of Rounds Bakery, who is um, going to be providing uh, the food, uh, Sean Carey, is going to be on with me tomorrow from 5 to 6. Beautiful. And, um, but uh, from... Uh, it's it's scheduled from noon to two, but we're going to kick it off probably about oh eleven thirty or so, um, right here. Uh, bagels and books from about eleven thirty to two ish. Um, so come down for lunch, and we're going to have many of uh, Larue Press's authors um, featured here, doing book signings, selling their books, and doing book signings. Alina Dave, uh, Diva Prophet will be here. Um, Eddie, we're going to see if uh, we can get Teresa. Aquila, with um, her um, book about uh, cars and her experience as a female mechanic, and um, April Kempler. April uh, April Kempler with um, the altered eye, and I quite a few other um, one of your wonderful. favorites, DL. Oh, D.L. Whitehead. Yes. Oh my gosh, and um, Darwin Sword, mm-hmm. and I believe probably Mark. Um, yes. yes. Uh, oh gosh. We'll just keep it marked. The, I forget his last name, but uh, he, his two books, um, great adventure books. Uh, so, yeah, great, great authors, Jan Reps, here uh, at Louisville. Craig Downer going to be here? No, not quite. <laughs> no, no Craig, no Craig. Mr. Scientist, no. So, so yeah, uh, Monday, March 2nd, uh, Bagels and Books, about 11.30 to 2, right here at uh, America Matters Media and... Uh, the Reno Town Mall, 4001 South Virginia Street. So um, anyway, I digress. That's okay. <laughs> um, you, your next book um, will be, I'm Labels. not even going to say should, will be 
these stories. I think we're, we're I yeah. want to compile many of these stories. Beautiful, Jack, beautiful. Some Jack Lemon and yeah. uh, just uh, stories of of the politicians and some some Dean Heller and some Harry Reid and uh, Frankie Dussou Del Papa and just In, over time, yeah. Bob Cashel. You Are know, you just. Every week, every week I was with Bob Cashel, Tony Armstrong when he was still alive, and also every week we'd have a call in from Oscar Goodman. <laughs> and you know, D, you'll love this because you've had the opportunity to interview tons of people like I have over the many decades that you've been involved in radio. But I'll never forget the line that I said. I was kind of a neophyte at the time, and when Oscar called in, I said, "You know, Mayor Goodman, can I ask you a question? Do you have in your, if you will?" eyesight a future political office that would be higher than the mayor of Las Vegas. And he said this in front of Bob Cashel and Tony Armstrong and yours truly. He said, Eddie, there is no office higher than the mayor of Las Vegas. And then he started explaining himself. You go anywhere in the world and say you're from Nevada and one out of 10 will know where you're talking about. But you go anywhere in the world and say, I'm from Las Vegas and they'll all know. That's Wow. Wow. Hmm. What a good point. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's incredible. It really is. It really is. Most, and by the way, I'd love Dee to share this, if you would, because I'll start it off. Kelly, with your permission, I'll tell you the strangest thing that ever happened to me. I looked so forward to an interview with James Brown. He was playing at uh, mm. John Esquagger's Nugget. Okay. And in my three plus decades of interviewing people, as I look back on that, that was the hardest interview I've ever done. You told me this. Yes. He was just an angry individual at the time. And it was so funny because the next week I got to meet and fall in love with a person who I called friend up until the day he passed away. And that's none other than Lou Ross. What a wonderful guy. Mm. Wonderful voice. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to come out and do the national anthem out at the base for an event, and I forgot what it was for. I had it all set up, and then he got sick at the last minute and couldn't make it. Lou Rawls, when Mm -hmm. he was performing here, he was going to go out to Fallon. Oh, bless your heart. But, uh, yeah, one of the most, I don't know, I don't know if you call it, not not really difficult. He just, uh, he was an absolute jerk, was Tony Orlando. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he was just. You know, he was all set up, ready to go. Everything was fine. And, and we started talking. He, he seemed like he was doing me a favor when really it wasn't because he was actually going to be performing, I believe, here in, in Reno. So I offered a uh, an interview, and he accepted it. But then <clears throat> we started talking, and I couldn't help because we all know how he sings, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yet. He has a very yeah that one thick song accent. yeah well yeah um, yeah tie yellow ribbon mm, around the old look sure sure Tony Orlando and Don but anyway his accent his East Coast New Puerto York Rican. or whatever yeah New whatever what, his accent really come comes out and and I just ask him I you know I I don't know maybe I shouldn't have but I said has anybody ever you know mentioned that I mean you don't really the way you talk, the way you sing, is just really, really different. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, nobody's been so arrogant as to say something like that. <laughs> and I said, I said, Excuse I don't know. Me? That's exactly what he said live on the air. I said, yeah, I'm a little busy right now, too. And I just hung up on him. Good for and you. And I put the music on and kept right on going. Good for you. I'm just like. Four. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, come I, on. I cut 30 minutes off of James Brown. That's how bad he was. I bet. Good for yeah. you. Just an angry individual. Yeah. And, and for no reason. 
Okay, like you said, I was doing a fraternity brother of mine a favor, Mr. John Esquaga. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's yeah. it's funny. I did an interview with a guy, um, this uh, hair band, eighties, you know, nineties hair band um, that was popular at the time. Um, is nobody now uh, called Winger. And it's that one that Jim Stannard, yeah. the, the singer, Kip, was a great guy and a very accomplished musician and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Kelly, but, don't you know more artists than oh, me and I know. put together because oh. of what you did writing? Oh, for, oh yeah. yeah. I know all kinds of people. But this band, um, I interviewed their guitar player, who was a dude named Reb, Reb R-E-B, Reb Beach. And... This guy was the biggest dick, and he <laughs> was, he treated me on the phone like I was – I could just tell by his attitude that he thought I was the, the ugliest, fattest, like, fanzine, cheeseball, you know, like, fangirl that, that – Nobody Like a groupie. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I thought to myself as I'm doing this, I thought, wait till you meet me, MFR. And, and, you know, and my girlfriend that I took to the show with me, I said, I told her as we're driving down there, I said, that told that a whole story. I said, this is how the interview went. This is how he, his attitude towards me. Just watch. Let's see what happens when, when we meet. Honest to God. If he didn't say, you know, when I introduced myself, I said, hi, you know, I'm, I'm Kelly Rush with Out on the Town. Honest to God, if he didn't look me dead in the eye and say, I didn't expect you to be as pretty as you are. Wow. Hmm. And her face went, I mean, literally, her jaw yeah. dropped. Wow. And and I thought to myself, mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, just, I just knew. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm, I mean, nothing. And, but I... I just purposely dressed a certain way mm-hmm. and kind of did my hair and, you know, and I didn't, I mean, just very casual, all American kind of, you know, little t-shirt with a little flag on it and these kind of Daisy Duke jeans and cowboy boots and just sort of this little look and, you know, nothing overdone, nothing, t- you know, but I just, you got him. I got him. <laughs> I love it. Got him. I love you it. Know. And I wasn't even a f- big fan of the band or anything. I was actually doing the interview as a favor to the publicity girl at the record company because I wanted access to an, another band that she represented. And, you know, I wanted to get in good so wow. that I could, wow. you know, get the hook up later. <laughs> I love it. I love that. <laughs> we all have these wonderful stories. Right. You know what? One thing the media has done for D, myself, and you, Kelly, mm-hmm. be it print media, radio, in my case, in D's case, or now television, here's the amazing thing. How many wonderful people we get to meet that, that we was, would never that get was to meet? That was it. That was it. Yep. I mean, you know, I just, I did it because I was interested in these people. I just, I wanted to find out about these people and help promote their careers. Mm-hmm. You know, I... And that's why I was so successful was because I I was never assigned a story. I chose all my own stories, did all my own editing, did all my own wow. everything. Total freelance. Total 
freedom freelance. And my editors loved me because my publishers loved me because they could they could just take my stuff and publish it. They they knew they didn't even, I mean they didn't even have to practically read it. They they would read it because they'd be interested in the story, not because they had to edit for content or anything. They'd just publish. And you know, because they knew that it would be okay because they knew I was so into what I was doing Amen. that it would be accurate. Anyway, we've got to go to another break. We'll be back for the second half of today's Rush Hour with Kelly Rush, D. Gregory. Uh, <laughs> who the heck are you? Eddie Floyd. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Eddie Floyd and Christian Phoenix Meyer. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to the second half of today's Rush Hour. I am your host, Kelly Rush. And as I said at the top of the show, this is an interactive program, and we would love to have you join us. Call toll-free from anywhere on the planet, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Or you can uh, just drop a line in the Facebook Watch Party comments box and uh, I'll shout out to you there. Speaking of shouting out to DL Whitehead, there is my man. How are you buddy? Good to see you and uh, we were plugging the um, Bagels and Books uh, signing that's coming up on March 2nd so I wanted to let you know about that and uh, I can't wait to see you. You need to come around Mr. DL Whitehead and um, get on this show and uh, contact me and get scheduled. Um, so, yeah. And that would be really cool because I have not talked to you in a couple of years, it's been. Wow. So, yeah, much too long. That's too long. Me being sick and, mm-hmm. you know, it just nuttiness, just life's nuttiness. Yeah. So, yeah. And also want to let folks know that the Reno um, Mardi Gras, Reno Rotary Mardi Gras, is happening this Tuesday, the 25th. Let me get all the information yeah, for that. Fat Tuesday. Yeah. Mardi Gras. It's my, this is my favorite event of the year. Really? Absolutely. And it's it, to me, it's kind of the unofficial kickoff of event season, too. Sure, sure. It sort of gets things started. And uh, Reno Rotary Mardi Gras 2020. Um, and we were supposed to have some folks join us, Eric Lee Castillo, um, I don't know where you are. I saw Maybe you they'll be night. in tomorrow. Well, too bad. I don't have space for it tomorrow. I had oh, a guess. Well, there you go. Um, they, uh, I, I stopped by Chewy's last night, and again, Chewy, my deepest condolences um, on the loss of uh, Tu Madre. Uh, Chewy's mom died last night. Oh, I'm so sorry. She was 86, and she had been yeah. sick. So, um, What a nice man. Isn't he wonderful? He's wonderful. Many, a- many years ago, you actually introduced me to him, you know, in his restaurant. I had indirectly known him, yeah, okay, yeah. but nobody had ever taken the time until you did to formally introduce me to yeah. Chewy. What a wonderful guy he is. Oh, he's such a dear friend of mine. My God, I can't believe I have known him now for nearly eight years. Yep. And um, it's amazing how much time flies. And... Uh, we started, Nathan and I, my ex and I, started going there almost um, from the time they opened because uh, we lived right up the street. Right. I remember. Yeah. And remember. Um, it, they, he, of course, was one of the originators of the whole Midtown thing. He 
um, when uh, Bernie Carter opened, developed and opened Sticks, and Chewy's was the first um, first place there, mm-hmm. and um, just of course fell in love with it right away, sure. and just kept going back and back and back. We could walk there then, I could walk then, and uh, it was great, and it still is. And now he has his new place in Sparks, right downtown in Victorian Square. Beautiful. And has uh, three kids now, and a girl and two boys, two adopted boys. And uh, so it's just amazing how you look back and uh, how things are and how things were. And it's just, it's unbelievable. But uh, I was there last night, and uh, Eric Castillo, who is... uh, uh, his marketing guy uh, is also heading up the uh, a lot of the stuff for Mardi Gras, and um, so he said uh, he would stop by and hopefully try and bring some of the other. Um, of course, Chewy is one of the big participants, but bring some of the other um, participating uh, food and beverage folks. But evidently, they probably it's it's. <laughs> It's a lot of work, and he's finding that out the hard way. But uh, this Tuesday from 5.30 to 9.30 uh, is the Reno Rotary, and I believe 5.30 is VIP. So special VIP is, uh, early entry is uh, 125 Tickets are 125 for that. Regular tickets are 75 And if you know anything about this event, that is so cheap. It's all you can enjoy. So once you get in, you just go around and around and around. <laughs> and this is at the Reno Ballroom. So this is the 401 North Center Street, sure. big old takes up the whole block building. So it's huge and it is full hmm. with nothing but wine, beer, whiskey, and food. Hmm. It is Mardi Gras. So go to RenoMardiGras.com, RenoMardiGras.com, and that's for tickets and silent auction information and all the all the stuff. Um, but, I mean, they've been doing this for almost 30 years now. If you don't know anything about it by now, you've had your head uh, in the sand. <laughs> so Tuesday, this Tuesday, the 25th, Reno Rodeo, uh, Reno Rodeo, Reno Rotary, <laughs> the other one, Reno Rotary, Mardi Gras. This is their huge, big old annual fundraiser. This is where they make the bulk of their money um, for all the amazing projects they do throughout the rest of the year. You can bid online for the silent auction stuff, and they have an app. So when you go to the event, you can also um, bid and follow and take care of all that good stuff. So it's a lot of fun. 75 bucks for a regular, 125 for an hour early entry, um, VIP, RenoMardiGras.com, RenoMardiGras.com. Check that out. It's this Tuesday. So yep. that's my little plug for them. Eric, screw you for not coming by. <laughs> I hate when you do this to me. <laughs> so that's that. So anyway, um, what else is up with you guys? Did you any? Did you see any of the debates last night? I did. I watched the whole two hours. Did you? I even watched the pregame. Did you? Forty-five minutes of the pregame show. Wow! No. Harry Reid came out. Yeah. Harry Reid came out. He's uh, he's ballooned <laughs> up. He, he's got medical coffin. issues. Yeah. He's he was in a wheelchair, wearing a fedora. Uh, his face is about twice as fat as it used to be. 
He's got some huge medical issues. He sounded the same. You, when he was talking, if you weren't listening, you knew it was Harry Reid talking. Sure. Mm. But I never would have recognized him, ever would have recognized him. That's how much he's changed. Wow. Yeah. I mentioned earlier that uh, the only way that I saw the Democratic debate was uh, just the video, no audio. Right. And it looked like Bernie Sanders was furiously trying to wave (laughs) down a cab the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. He always looks like he's trying to wave down a cab. It's just, it's unbelievable, man. So many of them acted like like just children, just spoiled brats. It was like, oh, my God. They, They were just... I don't know, firing at each other. And I really thought they were supposed to be united, and and yet it was, it's, it's clear they're not. And they won't be until the fight. And this is where I think all the fake crap comes in, is that they all are telling us why the other person is horrible and would do a miserable job until that one person is decided. And once that person is decided, then they will all shift and tell you just how great they are. <laughs> exactly. You know, and you, you really need to support them because we have to beat, you know, President Donald Trump. And the thing about it was they were all talking about issues they had with each other. And I don't know that the president's name came up four times during the whole two hour debate. Right. Where, where I thought it might be a night of slamming, you know, they either got stuff on them or they make stuff up. But they didn't really bring up. I thought they'd do that. But, you know, wasn't talking about stuff that could bring them together. And then when and then when Sanders, Bloomberg, and Buttigieg were all going at it for whatever the reason, we need a Democrat that will do this. We need this. We need this. We need, we need a Democrat who will beat Trump. We need, we need a Democrat, a Democrat. Buttigieg, in his very quick wit, he goes, if I'm not mistaken, of the three of us talking, I'm the only Democrat. <laughs> and that's a fact. That's a fact. Everybody that's else. That's a fact. Socialist. Yeah. So they're saying we need a Democrat. So really what they're kind of saying is I, I can't be the one because I'm not a professed Democrat. And the only thing uh, Sanders came back and said was I'm not a communist. It's not a it's not communism. Right. You know, but <laughs> it was it was just odd. It was odd that, you know, they were going at it and. And it was it was rather smart, I thought, of Mayor Pete to say, it was. Well, you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm the only Democrat. <laughs> Kelly, I know you had an opportunity to at least look at it, some of it. Indeed, we were talking earlier prior to the show, but uh, I got to hear a little bit of it, D. And did uh, Elizabeth Warren really attack you know, Bloomberg as as viciously yeah. as it sounded on the radio? Yeah, she. She felt she needed to come out. She it was completely unprovoked. He had, he he hadn't said a word. She was geared up, ready to go. Her people said attack, and because she was allowed the first one to speak, she literally attacked him completely unprovoked. Unprovoked. Mm-hmm. It was it, to me. It just showed uh, absolutely ignorance. Right. Absolute ignorance is what it was. And then she tried to stand up for Klobuchar when she was called out on not. Not not remembering 
the Mexican's president's name, but not knowing it. Then she chimed in and said she should not be picked on for a moment of, you know, lapse of memory or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then she's talking about, I've been in the arena forever, and I'm in the arena, and you've never been in the arena, and I've passed 100 bills. I passed 100 bills. Well, not one of them could do it on their own. They might have introduced, they might have helped pass it, but she was taking complete and total uh, ownership for 100 bills. Wow. Yeah, I hate when you do that. I say Trump. You know, taken, you know, or, How did his name just come into us talking about the Democratic well, debate? Any of them. All. I just got to throw that out there. But, you know. Just compare Trump to them. Well, taking credit for I did this or I passed that or, you know. Well, I know. But my question is, why does Trump even have to come into this? Well, I, I, that, he just that, happened to be the example. That's what I love about the you, only Kelly. other person. <laughs> that's what I love about you. I can just throw that Lately, out there. And so I'm like, you know, but yeah. Who has? Like, like why does race have to come into oh. everything when it doesn't? And it doesn't apply. I'm sorry. We've got to go to break. I know we do. <laughs> we'll be back for the fourth and final segment <laughs> of today's rush hour, and we'll continue this after these messages. <laughs> to join the conversation, call eight four four seven nine zero talk. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. And welcome back to the fourth and final segment of today's Rush Hour. I am Kelly Rush. I've got Dee Gregory of Mustang Matters and Eddie Floyd of America Matters with Eddie Floyd. And uh, we're just kind of shooting the breeze here. And uh, so you had said, um, you know, oh, why did I have to go to Trump? Well, Biden... He, you know, yes. he, he says, I did this and I did that. Who, any of them. I, You'd have swore that, that President Obama sat on his butt for eight years to listen to Biden right now sure. because he is totally responsible for everything. Well, and let me tell you how desperate Biden is. Oh, my God. My mother is a registered Democrat for some stupid reason. And she, the mail <laughs> we're, we're getting is, I mean... Our recycle bin is very well fed there, these yeah. days yeah. because, I mean, like in the same mail day, I'm getting like four and five of these like eight and a half by 11 size yep. card stock, full color printed. Joe, stop. You want to talk about desperate? So at night when I'm getting sort of winding down for the evening, I'll go down a YouTube rabbit hole. Every single YouTube video, the pre-roll ad was Tom Steyer. Every yeah, he single dropped out. one. No, no. He's no. still there. Doubling down. Tom 2020. Oh. Tom 2020. Oh, my God, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Every YouTube. Every single YouTube. And by the and way... He, he, what a waste. He's not even making the debate. I mean, he talk about zero traction. Maybe he needs a write-off. You may pray. Maybe. That's you hilarious. Never know. Uh, is it, that must be what Bloomberg's doing it for. I don't know. We might be surprised at the end on what Bloomberg. What a waste. When you look at yeah, I'm just saying. Well, you might if, be surprised. If, you might be surprised in the end. If it happens, if it ends up being Bloomberg, that'll be the reason they use for why Trump gets put back, why they put why Trump gets put back in. Well, the, but if you, th- if you really think about it, their biggest, their biggest complaints about Trump is his money, is giving up tax returns, he owns this, uh, right. the uh, um, 
Right. Conflict, conflict of, anger, uh, of interest, arrogance, and accusations and allegations against him uh, f- from women. Right. Now, tell me, of everything I just listed, what of those does Bloomberg not also have None. on his list? None. Exactly. And so, therefore, why would they even want to back somebody to replace oh, the very character of a person who they want out of office? They won't. Ah, you might be. Let's see what plays out in the end. Let's just see what plays out in the end. Right. But so that's what I'm saying. I mean, if he... If, Something if happened he on that stage picked, last night. What? Something happened on that stage last night. And I was I was really shocked. What? I'm just saying... I, I'm just saying, don't... No, I, no, I'm not... I can't pinpoint... Because oh, I didn't see it. So yeah. I I'm just oh. saying that... I would not count out Bloomberg. Oh, no, I I wouldn't either because, you know. And if he does, how how can they back a guy who they claim has got, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What? You're hitting your head. You keep thinking this is real. No, no problem. (laughs) I can think that. Maybe that's how I get by every day, thinking that I really do, my vote does count, that I do have a choice, that if I become informed and then in the end walk into that poll, close the curtain behind me and make my decision, somehow I feel like it's a democracy and it's something that I can live with for the next two years or four years. That's the way people would like to feel, whether it happens that way or not. So just organically, it has switched every eight years. (laughs) I want what he's drinking. By nature. And these same exact people that my grandparents bitched about they complained are still about. in office yeah. organically. The lady I ran against 20 years ago, an 85-year-old black woman, is still in office in the same district in Dallas, yeah. Texas, where the demographics have shifted three times yeah. since then, at least, has been reelected organically. However, however, do you really want to... Uh, now, you might live every day of your life believing you have no choice. What you say doesn't matter. It's all rigged. Everything out there is already planned out. So I'm asking them, why, why even get up in the morning? What's life worth living if everything you've been told and believe, in fact, is not happening? you got to give me something every to get up for every day. Every day of my life, I wake up and go, <laughs> this again. Well, you're and right. We all fight. do that. We it all do that. It is a fight but if to it's, have to get up you're and right. do this. You're absolutely right. But if it is this again, why are we laboring over, oh, this again, when we know what the end result's going to be? I don't think you really believe it. I don't think you of really believe. Of course I do. No, of you don't. Of course I do. You don't but believe that I it is all that planned out. I know that it's coming to an end. It is. It I is. I know that this is coming to an end. Yeah. This, this system as we know it, this current However, system I, as but, we know but it. But look at how, I mean... I remember as a child looking forward to the day I could vote. Well, I did Call too. me stupid, I but did I did. I look forward to it. And that's why I said when I was doing Specialty Cry Flies and Rumors is that every time I got a chance, which wasn't every time while in the military, sometimes I had to do absentee voting. And I believed when I did my thing and mailed it from Rota, Spain or wherever I was back to the country. That's I would like funnier. to think. I would like to think. 
that that vote was going to be looked at and counted. But it's it's not that. It's just believing. It's it's believing in a system. And if that's what helps you, what helps you get through the day? You believe that the day is going to be crap again. Oh, my God. Not this again. Is well, that what gets you through because, the day? That's because maybe what helped got get me through it was believing, believing that in I'm the a government. B- no, believing that I'm a part that I am a, a a a part of America who has a say in what goes on. You think and, about voting every day? Absolutely. No, 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 no. <laughs> At that time, I do think about it, and I do vote, and I believe that what I do makes a difference. I believe somewhere along that line. That it is looked at, considered. I would like oh, to think absolutely. it's counted. I would like to think oh, it's it counted. Oh, no question. No question. It's counted and it's looked at. But it has nothing to do with who ends up in office. But, it, say, if I voted for Reagan and Reagan ended up in office, how can I not believe that what I did had something to do with him getting in there? I'm just asking. Explain that one. Because- <laughs> That's like wearing a uh, baseball cap inside out, believing that uh, your team's going to win the World Series. And when they win the World Series, it's because you wore your baseball well, cap that's, inside Well, but out. that's called, what's that called? Uh, superstition. 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 And I get that. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. You know, and if they win, it's like, oh, it's because I wore my hat inside out. But all but one presidential race since I was old enough to vote, I voted for, be it Democrat or Republican. Every single president I ever voted for since the age of 18, except for one, has become the president of the United States. I just, I'm sorry, I just think the process is there for, maybe it's, maybe it's there to make us look stupid, maybe it's there just to appease us, but it is an American way that we start learning about in grammar school that we all need to be a part of, we need to be informed with, because we can make a difference. All right, call me stupid, but I believe that over the years I've made a difference. And, isn't that and nice of me? Locally, if it makes me critical. sleep better at night, isn't that okay if I sleep better at night? Oh, okay. of course. All right. And local voting. <laughs> oh is my God! Critical. Listen to these guys. No, go ahead. You're right. Local voting is critical, and that's very hard to tamper with. Yeah. But federally. We don't want to think that as it moves up, it gets bigger, 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 that it's more corrupt or you're less. I mean, you don't want to think that. You What? I'm sorry. What if down deep, do I think it's true? You and I spoke off the other day in the car, and you know exactly how I feel about that. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing oh, no. because and none of the process time. works. I, I believe the process time. works. I believe the process works. Oh, it works works oh every ever wonderful i didn't say so the well. system i said the process difference in system and process oh and that's why we have questions every time and hanging chads and <laughs> that's <laughs> nothing but spoil yeah, little kids they didn't they, win so they, they want to say uh, they, they, that is nothing but that that is spoiled and brat. the process work he just that, no, says no oh that's spoiled little, Look, oh. so the process but you i remember punching the chads but just because a chad hung doesn't mean i didn't punch it but the loser says, oh, there's a chain hanging chat. Maybe it was meant for me. Now tell me, how childish is that? And then they found the, the, the lock boxes and the people driving away and then going away oh, from yeah. the headquarters. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And that wasn't corrupt. I'm not saying and that wasn't. I'm not saying that but wasn't. But you trust the process. 
on the I thought I said I believed in the process. I I participate in the process. I I believe, yeah. The newest version of that is the Iowa caucus app. Right. Shadow. Called Shadow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Aptly named. Yeah, they threw that out there without really even checking it out and testing it. They should have called it Puppet Master. Right. (laughs) They should have just called called it fake. But sometimes it's okay to let people think what they're doing makes a difference. It gets them them through the day. Gets them through the day. I believe we have listeners. I believe we have listeners. That's another topic. <laughs> it's a right here. I know. We can prove it. I know. Oh, uh, We've got to go. Good night. See you tomorrow. <laughs>